Welcome to St. Augustine this evening. It is Monday, February the 5th. And if the rest of February Mondays are going to go this way, it is going to be quite an interesting show. Chaos is what we're in for today. So we've got a few things that are a little sideways. Let's just go with what works. I can talk. Amanda looks amazing. See, Amanda's amazing. Amanda can't hardly talk. Barely. Barely. Barely talk. I don't have the microphone up to me either. So we're we're sort of struggling here today. We're, we're going to work our way through this. Uh, yeah, so basically I can't talk until I put the microphone near me. Uh, my phone uh, is somewhere missing in the building, but I will find it. I have hope of that. Um, we had all kinds of fun things go on here at the 904 now today, so this might as well continue the trend. Why not? Why not? Let's just go with what we've got. It is Monday. We've got five questions. We've got a little bit to talk about. I guess I'll talk a little bit more than Amanda. So once, <laughs> for once in this show, I'll get to say more than Amanda does. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Bozard, Ford, Lincoln, and St. Augustine, their goal is to make sure your time and experience buying a new or used car is stress-free, fun, and enjoyable. Bozard is a family-owned Ford dealership that has been in business since 1949. And Bozard, Ford, Lincoln has been the recipient of numerous dealer awards, including being ranked the number one automotive dealership in the country by Dealer Raider. They also won back to Back President's Awards, which is the highest honor that Ford Motor Company gives their dealers. Check them out online today at BozardFord.com, or better yet, go see Bo, Letty, and the entire staff. And while you're out there, swing on by to Forge Garage and get the 904 Now Iffy Burger. Jiffy Burger, the Jiffy Burger. That's the one. That burger, the one that's named after the morning show. Iffy sounds real delicious. <laughs> Iffy sounds great. <laughs> All right, at Avery Kresge & Associates, they're a full-serve local CPA firm with a team of skilled professionals dedicated to providing top levels of accounting service with tax compliance planning for businesses, individuals, estates, and trusts. They can also do audit reviews and other accounting services. If you need a business valuation or forensic analysis and litigation support, call Bill or Ken at 904-460-0747. Or online at abearkresky.com. Oh, I got to save this read for Davey tomorrow. We're saving that one. It's his favorite <laughs> okay. read. He loves that read. And established in 2006, Solar Stick, they're a, a local portable power company proudly committed to American manufacturing right here in St. Augustine. Solar Stick's focus on providing solutions for self sufficiency helps users all over the world complete missions and save lives. Solar Stick, changing lives, saving lives, and reviving American manufacturing right here in the nation's oldest city. And to let everyone know what's going on, tips for kids, which is will help uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters of St. John's County, is Tuesday, March the 5th. So a month and a day from today, 5 to 8 p.m. There's all kinds of different restaurants. Forge Garage. If you want to go get that Jiffy Burger and help out the 904 Now crew and help Big Brothers and Big Sisters, uh, Ameris Bank is hosting and serving at Forge Garage. So head on out and give them a tip and a donation. It will go to Big Brothers and Big Sisters. You'll be helping all kinds of great causes. And you get to try the Jiffy Burger. It is a great cause and a great burger. What? I can't help it. I know. I know. This is going to be an incredibly short show. You know, I come in even though I have no voice and you make fun of me. Well, that's because I have made fun of me, too, for losing and leaving things all over the place today, which yeah. I rarely do, but I darn sure managed to do it today. 
Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It is a Monday. It <laughs> feels like a Monday. It didn't feel like a Monday before, but it certainly does now. Um, there was all kinds of, of national news. I guess we have a primary tomorrow in South Carolina. Something like that. The Democrats had one. It's not really a primary when you've excluded everybody else from the race. But there was the funniest headline. What was the funniest headline? Biden wins big? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Biden trounces Trump in South Carolina. It's like, there's no way for him to trounce him. No, he's not. he doesn't have a snowball's chance. And here's the thing. 95%. Biden only got 95% of the Democratic primary in South Carolina. When nobody knows anyone else that's running. I'm so, I just want to know what the turnout was. So it was very low. So for me, I will look at Democrat turnout, and then I will look at Democrat turnout four years ago. And, and then I'll look at Republican turnout now and four years ago. So I'll have this whole analysis after the Republican primary is over because I want to do the math on it and just see where it came out. Um, I do give the 17 people that showed up and voted for him across the entire state uh, kudos for coming out and doing your Civic responsibilities and duties. It was very I, you guys low. are awesome. And a Democratic operative said that the low enthusiasm is shocking since there's it's a choice between an existential threat yeah. to the country yeah. and a good man who people want to retire. <laughs> I completely agree with that statement. You call Biden a good man? No, somebody that we want to retire. <laughs> I thought a he was the second man. of the two choices. A good man. I thought the good man was they were talking about Trump. They weren't? <laughs> no. Well, I was, confused. I was confused by that. <laughs> no, I, it, it's been rather interesting to watch everybody uh, tie themselves up in a knot over something that is still 10 months away. Yeah. A painful, ten, a painful 10 months. We've survived month one of the election year. Yeah. 10 more to go. <laughs> really 11 more because we got to get to the end of this year and then whatever chaos is, ensues after this. But Is that why you're sober? So that you have plenty of drinks I, I, in November? I am painfully sober. Uh, yes. Yes. Painfully. Yeah. I did, I did. I did drink a little bit this weekend. I did. Prohibition did end. Okay. But I'm back to. How many days did you get? 33. I got the goal. I wanted to not drink for 33 days. I did that. Now I'm back uh, not drinking again. So I'll figure out how long that goes. Probably not 33 days, but I'm I'm losing weight and getting in better shape. And so that's part of it. Yeah. It's and you've got big, another, another surf trip coming up. I got another trip coming up, uh, which hopefully you'll be able to speak while I'm gone. Because if you can't speak <laughs> while I'm gone, we are in deep, 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 deep That was deep the headline on, on The Guardian. Uh, what was it? I Making Donald Trump a loser again. Biden wins. But who wrote that headline? He has no chance in South Carolina. <laughs> he has that. That would be like saying Donald Trump wins California. <laughs> There's no way. It's such a funny article on the Guardian that MSN posted, and it cracked me up on Sunday. Well, the uh, Biden was down here in Florida last week. Claiming that he is going to win the state. <laughs> okay. So when when Trump won in 2016 and won the state by a bigger margin in 2020, uh, there were more Democrats registered in the state of Florida than were Republicans. That is not the case anymore. There are more Republicans registered than Democrats in the state of Florida by a landslide compared to what it used to be. Yeah. Democrats... 
traditionally held the majority of the registered voters by party in the state of Florida. That's not true anymore. Uh, They got trounced in the midterms, one of the few states where they did get trounced. And so to say, oh, we're going to turn Florida and we're going to win that. I mean, I don't, whatever Hunter gave you to smoke, quit doing it. (laughs) It's not going to work. Makes him happy. No, it's a, it's a, there's stories out there now. Trump can win New York, right? Because of all the crime and stuff. I just don't see it happening. It, it'd be great if it did. It would be like a political earthquake, but I don't see any chance of it happening at all. I just don't, I can't see that. I don't, I don't see these election results going well for us either way. Uh, well, I think as a country, we're, we're in a lot of trouble. And I keep telling people this, right? I, I obviously am, am conservative, but it doesn't matter who wins. Half the country is going to be mad at the other half for voting for the guy that they hated or didn't like. So while we're busy arguing over that, people around the world who would like to see us no longer be the number one country in the world or the number one manufacturer or the place where freedom exists in the world are all continuing to work, scheme, and plan for our demise. Yeah. And we're too stupid to go, you know what? Yeah, we have some differences politically, but we need to make sure that as a country, because you know what? The loss of the United States and the world stage is an existential threat to the rest of the world. Yeah. An immediate existential threat to the rest of the world. So not getting along with one another is the existential threat that you guys have all been worried about on both sides. Yeah. So figure out how to get along with your neighbor who you do not agree with politically But figure out how to make the country a little bit stronger because we get along with one another and we start celebrating some things we might disagree on as opposed to wanting to just shut them out and never talk to them again. Absolutely. I I just, I, if I'm an enemy of America, I'm loving this election year. It is going to shape up better than 2016. It's going to shape up better than 2020. Uh, If you're an enemy of America, this is a great year to be alive because Americans are going to be mad at each other for most of this year and probably into some of next year. If not for another four years, and I don't see a single political figure that is a a bring people together figure that exists today that is campaigned for the presidency on either ticket. Just imagine if Trump had won in 2020 and this would be over. We wouldn't be doing this. If he had won in 2020 and was sworn in, then we would be in the final days of Trump. And we wouldn't be having the same stupid argument over and over again. Are you feeling okay? No. Do you have a fever at the same time? I don't. Are you in a delirium right now? No. Okay, just checking. <laughs> so, I, look, I, I have no idea where we would be, but it'd be completely different. The response to COVID would have been different. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been hilarious to watch conservatives yelling at liberals for not getting the... <laughs> That you know what? I don't know that. I don't know that that would have happened because that was a I that don't. was already becoming a divisive issue for Trump because uh, there was a lot of conservatives that were like, "Trump, old boy, I don't know that you need to be pushing this," and they've booed him when he's been talking I, about it. I've always said that is the one, the one thing that Trump misread the crowd on more than anything else. Other than a few stupid comments that he never made again, but um, but he misread the crowd on that. He misread um, the the sentiment of the country, the half of the country that voted for him, and it was really interesting to watch that. I thought it was an opportunity for Democrats to kind of put a wedge between Trump and his supporters. The problem was they were so sold out on one version of it that it, they never had the opportunity to do that. Yeah. 
I, it just, I, it was just kind of my observation of, wow, this is the one thing he doesn't get. He's going out there and touting something that he's proud of, and the rest of us are like, no, 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 man, no, no. I mean, my head spun with how fast the Democrats that were running for president in 2020 flipped from, I will never take a vaccine developed under Trump, to you absolutely have to take this vaccine, or you aren't allowed to exist in society. Yes. But look, I, I thought it was a very, like I said, it would have been very interesting had Trump prevailed, what that argument would have looked like. Yeah. Because it wouldn't have, it, it would have, everything in our country is so polarized right now and it, it's so, people drive them, they're driven into the different camps. And so an argument comes up and it's like, well, you're either this or that. I mean, right now we have a debate going on about immigration reform. Uh, give me 10 people, sit in a room, we can come up with a common sense immigration reform um, that would appeal to, I think, most people in the country. Not to politicians, but to most people in the country. And, and it would probably fit on a single sheet of paper. Yes. And then you turn around and you have Congress who doesn't do anything for 40 years. And then a president uh, that makes it worse over the last three plus years. So bad so that even people in uh, very deep, dark blue cities are mad about this yeah. issue. Um, which is a got to tell you, you got to work really hard to drive that wedge. Right. We talked about the wedge between Trump and his supporters. This immigration issue and it is becoming bigger and bigger. Um, you had people in New York City in 2019 that were completely mad at the police officers, right? And 2020, that are now defending the two police officers that were beaten up and asking why the perpetrators are not in jail, why they've been released, and why they're out committing more crimes. They're released because the policies you pushed for. I, I, look, I get it, but They're it's just— on the streets because so, that's what you guys wanted. But that crime issue has come back 180 degrees. It's an argument that a lot of people on the left thought, well, this is a winning argument. It was for a single election cycle. It's not going to be in this election cycle because crime has gotten so much it worse. It was a winning argument until the, until the reality of what they wanted came back to bite them in the butt. So CNN um, had an, a, <laughs> a, a specialist video. on, I, did I send you, yeah. I, I sent it to you. I don't think we can play it because it's CNN, um, but CNN's Erica Hill and Phil Mattingly I'll drop the, were covering oh. the crime spree in, in the Big Apple. Um, and they had CNN's chief law enforcement and intelligence analyst, John Miller, come in and talk to them. And he silenced them whenever they said, well, he said, well, you know, what happens is they steal in New York and then they go spend their money in Florida. And then they come back and they steal in New York and they go spend their money in Florida. Yeah. And Erica Hill says, well, why don't they just steal in Florida too? Why don't they just stay in Florida? Why don't they just stay in Florida and steal down there? And John Miller, the chief, CNN chief law enforcement and intelligence analyst. Can you be an intelligence analyst and be on CNN? I mean, I just, I got to ask. I've analyzed. There's no intelligence. I'm just asking, <laughs> right? No one even why. So anyway, um, he said, well, I asked them and they're like, well, why don't you just stay there? He says, because if we steal in Florida, we go to jail. Yeah. Silence. The analyst was done talking. It's like he dropped a mic. The CNN people were like, what? The, Eric Hill's like, uh. Cut to commercial. Uh, and then Phil's <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like, that awkward moment. <laughs> that awkward moment when reality hits you and you're like, why didn't we go to a commercial break before we allowed him to say this? Yeah. You asked the question. You asked the question. He answered the question honestly. So I just, when I I look at that, I think it, it's just not a good way to go. And you can't, look, I think there are 
are people that need to come into this country and we do want some growth with people, but you want, why don't we treat it like every other country in the world does? You say you have to be able to, to do a certain trade. Why don't you say, if you've been in the country X number of years and you've worked in these fields, we will, we will put you in a citizenship or grant you, but we're only going to grant X number a year. You have to have not committed a crime for, for five years, whatever the time period is, and you have to pay taxes. And if you do those two things, then we're going to let you become a citizen. But you have to report the entire time you're here. You have to show up to meetings. You have to do all of these things. It, every other country in the world has requirements. Absolutely. I've been lucky enough and blessed to travel to other countries. There are some, you can't even get into the country until you register online and they approve you to get in. If you were to fly on a plane to New Zealand right now and you did not have the clearance, they will not let you Absolutely. there. You can't move to Germany for a job, even if they've offered you the position, unless the company has proven to the German government that there isn't a native-born German willing to do the job. Mm -hmm. So you can't just import. So you were hoping that no native-born Germans wanted to clean the inside of dolphin tanks. I didn't want to go to Germany. Okay. I just was checking. <laughs> My friend worked in Germany, so that's why I know. Right. I, it's, other countries have much stricter standards, uh, and, and we're always comparing ourselves to these other countries. I say we adopt the immigration laws that Mexico has. There's a lot. Yeah, but I... <laughs> but I, we actually enforce them. Well, if we adopted the one law that they have, we would just let everyone through the southern border and then let them through the northern border into Canada. As long as you're going to Canada. As long as you're going to Canada, you can right keep through. on going right on through. We'll help you go to Canada. The Canadians suddenly would have a different immigration policy. Suddenly. I bet, their border, opinion on borders. I bet their border would get closed pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's just some really all crazy. All the snow plows just put all the snow right on the border. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, there's a reason that there's a reason that people don't want to go all the way to Canada. Yeah. It's too darn cold this time of year. It's too cold here well, today, so by the way. They are getting, in the past decade, they've gotten an influx of illegal border crossers. And it's because the healthcare system in America is too expensive. And so they cross over into Canada to get free healthcare. See, I've heard the other way, that Canadians, then, that Canadians are tired of waiting so in Canadians, line so they come here yeah. to jump the line here because they'll, they'll, do, um, they'll do pay. Yeah. But... They have the money to pay, so they're like, I don't want to wait on the social system, so I'll go to America. Illegal immigrants are going across yes. for free health care, and they're ending up with um, frostbite and needing medical care by the time they get there. I would ask you to read our comments, but I just want to make sure. There. Okay. Add right. any in a little okay. bit. Okay. I just want to make sure there's not any there for you. And like I said, my phone is wandering around upstairs. <laughs> I'm going to wrestle that thing down as soon as the show is over. Maybe the phone and I crossed wires and I was I supposed to miss the show. The phone I was don't to be know. Here. I don't know. I wish I knew. And I feel bad because we're, we're taxing your voice. Uh, how was homeschooling today? You can just give me a yes, no. It was just a long day. Lots mm. of good discussions. And my voice is gone. All right. So in keeping with that, we are going to shorten this because I don't want to ruin your voice for tomorrow with Davey. Because you guys bring your best show and I'm not here. <laughs> nice. I'm, I, I'm Jessica. I think you guys have a guest tomorrow. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, I have planning and zoning tomorrow. It looks like it's going to be, could be a long meeting. Yeah. If I get out early, I'll, I'll come see you guys. But yeah. I don't know that I'm getting out early tomorrow. It looks like it's going to be a long meeting. I think I have to go to Diane's and get some throat coat tea. 
throat coat tea. Got one coat or two coats? <laughs> we'll see how many. <laughs> all right, just all right. So you have a question. I've got some questions, yeah. and we're going to come up with some more questions. Somewhere I have a whole list of questions that Darcy gave us. If I can find them, um, somewhere buried in the book of to do's. So your question. Yes. I have one. Right, let's go me first. Okay. Where's the last place you lost your phone? <laughs> um, I've never lost my phone. <laughs> You've never lost your phone. I made the comment to somebody else the other day. I don't need to back up my phone because I've never lost it before. <laughs> so that is why I lost it today. That is called karma right yeah. there. That is 100% karma. And I can't, that's another karma. I had this whole thing from Darcy. Oh. Somebody sometimes I think steals my question. There's a bag of papers over there. Pete Melfi. Pete Melfi. Pete doesn't clean. Pete Melfi. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Davey. Davey. <laughs> Davey's got to stop cleaning up the stuff in here. Yep. No. Um, so that that's mine. Uh, your question. Well, we found your phone, right? It's in a public place. It is in a public I know exactly where it is. So. It's the last place I was today before I came back to the office. And you know what? I got so much work done this afternoon without <laughs> my phone. I need to start leaving at places. You know, it's funny. Yeah. If it was an iPhone, it would have been stolen. But since it's a Samsung it was waiting right for, well, there I, for you. Well, <laughs> I, I got revenge. I have a group text with two other guys on iPhones uh-huh. um, Monday morning. And myself and one of the iPhone guys could connect. One of the iPhone guys couldn't read the messages from either one of us. Now, that's normally <laughs> reserved for the Samsung guy. Yeah. And if you're the Samsung guy, you always get the same comment from the iPhone people. Green yeah, bubbles. Get an iPhone. Green get bubbles. an iPhone. And I'm like, no, I'm a Samsung. So I texted the guy on the iPhone that was getting the messages. Maybe the other guy who already had an iPhone needs an iPhone with a bunch of rolling on the floor emojis. Yeah. And we both had a blast. We were laughing. <laughs> um, and then I had to show it to the other iPhone guy. Couldn't get the message because it still wasn't coming through. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. This is so cool. Davey says, I sound like a recovering lounge singer. <laughs> She's almost got that Kathleen Turner, but it's almost. not It's not smoke-filled enough. No. Sorry. I know, it's not smoke-filled. <laughs> You're making me, my throat's beginning to hurt now, listening to Utah. It doesn't hurt. I just can't make sounds properly. <laughs> All right, what's your question? What's the strangest gift you've ever gotten from a girlfriend or your wife? Can I tell a story first? Sure. Okay. So my friend, I will not name names, right? My friend was dating somebody. And this is 30 years ago. And for his birthday, she baked him cookies. Uh That was the end. In his mind, that was the worst gift he could have ever gotten. It was horrible. It was terrible, and he broke up with her within a week. That's so mean. And I'm like, it was cookies. She was trying to be nice to you. Yeah. And this is a guy who, like, leads with his stomach everywhere. Except for here. Except for the cookies then. <laughs> like, you're just looking for an excuse to break up. Yeah. I said, that's uh, there's nothing wrong with somebody baking you cookies. That sounds like he stayed with her, hoping for a really nice birthday gift. Like, she dropped some money, and then... No, I, I think it was probably over. And it, but it was just like, that's the craziest excuse I've ever heard of. I don't like the fact that she made me cookies. You wanted a cake? Yeah. Wow. So I had a boyfriend that 
his birthday was like in the first couple of weeks that we were dating mm -hmm. and I knew he was super into Led Zeppelin and there was this like $150 Led Zeppelin collector set yes. that I knew he wanted. And so I bought it for him super early in our relationship. Mm -hmm. And right before I gave it to him, like hours before I gave it to him, he broke up with me. You kept it? And so I showed it to him. He, we worked together. I was like, I got to go return your birthday present. Bye. Oh. It was so mad. It was so mad. That's why you wanted to tell the story. You wanted no. to diss on that guy. So, You're like, I need to find a way to tell you how I you got dumped that and got him dissed. Now, um, Darcy's always got me things that make sense. So yeah. I got to go way back into okay. high school. And somebody I was dating then uh, got me jewelry. And I'm not a... You're not a jewelry I'm guy. I'm not a jewelry guy. And I didn't know what to do. I was like, I don't know what to do with this. What like, was it? I'm not, it was a bracelet. A bracelet? Yeah. You know, guys back then had it's bracelets with their name on them and stuff. And you're like, no, I'm just not the, <laughs> I'm not the jewelry type. So it yeah. just, it's like, I don't know what to do with this. So I wasn't going to wear it because the people that weren't jewelry types that hung out with me would have made fun of me. And so I just couldn't do it. So Dallas. that was that story was the nicest gift I never gave. Um, the weirdest gift or the strangest mm -hmm. gift that I received from a boyfriend was a grenade pen. I actually got a lot of him from them. You got to stop dating seals. <laughs> he wasn't a seal. He was EOD. He okay. was bomb squad. Mm -hmm. This is to show you how much I loved you. I diffused the bomb while thinking about you today. Well, he had to clear out a bunker. It was a weird story, but he had to, he and his unit had mm -hmm. to clear all the sand out of a bunker that had been used for like detonation practice. And they had to find all the shells from target practice. They were waiting for EOD school used to be in two locations mm -hmm. and they were consolidating it to one. So they were waiting for the next class. So they were just giving them crap Stupid to do. stuff to do. Yeah. So mm -hmm. they made them completely dig out this bunker, sift the sand. And then put it back in the, metal, the bunker. And then put all the sand back. Mm -hmm. And so he had just gobs of grenade pins. And so I had incendi I had all kinds of different grenade pins around my room that I still find every now and again if I look through like old bags. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, no, that's it. Um, I know for someone like yourself, you think this is the inaugural Super Bowl. No. The football has it's never been true. played before until this year. I've lots of Super Bowl for Davey, my daughter. <laughs> I, I'm also speaking to Davey. I am also speaking to Davey on this. Yeah. For those of us that have followed the game before it became popular with the rest of the country. Yeah. Miss Swift. What's the best Super Bowl ever? I do have an answer for this. Give it to me. All right. You're not going to like my answer, though. <laughs> I, I'm probably one where, where New England loses. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, the 2012 Super Bowl, New York Giants versus the Patriots. Mm -hmm. And my son was a baby, a little bitty baby. Yes. In a Giants jersey. And my... Husband was raised a Giants fan, and we were at my father-in-law's house, and it was super exciting. It's a really fun picture of my father-in-law holding up my son in uh, a Giants jersey. It was a really fun night. Yes. So that uh, was my Tom Brady has seven Super Bowls. Eli stopped him from getting two. Peyton stopped him from at least getting one. <laughs> so, and then... So the Manning Phil family the is Philadelphia, not The favorite. Philadelphia Eagles stopped him once. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, the man could have had 11. Yeah. 
Um, what a coulda, shoulda. Well, seven's still pretty darn good. Lucky and number. Way ahead of everybody else. But uh, my favorite Super Bowl was when the Patriots beat the Falcons. Yeah. Because we had the, the radio show going and we would do our picks, our sports picks, which I have mercilessly stopped mercifully stopped you from having to do. Um, but Troy and I would do all these sports picks and um, a lot of people on the radio were texting me. Yeah. Uh, from the radio, I was telling at halftime because the Patriots were getting smoked yeah. by the Falcons. And I'm just like, yeah, I still like the Patriots. Yeah, thanks for letting me know. My team's getting its butt. I didn't notice that we were down by a lot. A lot, a lot. I didn't notice that it's looking even worse in the second half. And then the comeback starts. And then the comeback gets some momentum. And then the comeback gets close. And then the apology started flying through. And then whenever they won, I got a whole bunch of, I'm really sorry I rashed you at <laughs> halftime. So Falcon fans, if you could find those people that were giving me crap, they're the ones that started this whole thing yeah. downhill for you. I'm sure there were anti-Patriot people all over the country giving Patriots fans yeah. crap at the same time. But yeah, apparently... the. Brady and the boys didn't pay attention. Davey said, you mean they play a football game before the halftime show? How exciting. Yes, they do. Yes. <laughs> and there's more than one team in the NFL, Davey. And Barbara Jean's favorite was Joe Namath's I Guarantee It Super Bowl. Yes. Right before, I guarantee we're going to win. Right before I go out and get drunk before I play tomorrow and we win. It's a different kind of pre-gaming going on Pride back in those days for the athletes. The yes. Thursday, we're going to have our audience tell us who they think is going to win. Okay. So Thursday, we're going to get Super Bowl picks from our audience, and we'll see how everybody everybody goes. All right. Uh, And just to be fair to the entire audience, it is okay to answer one of three things. The 49ers, the Chiefs, or Taylor Swift. If you want to answer that she's going to win the entire thing, you're more than welcome to answer that way. Uh, And we will not hold that against you. It is a legitimate pick in today's NFL world. Yeah. Davey should love that. Yep. That doesn't Uh, make Davey happy. I don't know what will. Davey wants to know what our favorite Super Bowl snack is. Uh, Super Bowl snack. I'm a big, uh, if it's good nachos, I love good nachos. But with jalapenos and some shredded chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big nacho guy. Yeah. I like wings. I, wings. Also, I like chips with cheese dip, but Davey mm-hmm. doesn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I want to know what Davey likes. This is a whole, this has turned into Davey commenting to save yeah. us a minute here. But yeah, I just, I, for me, I don't, I, there's certain things that are like really, really good at Super Bowl stuff. And, then, you know, um, Steph Susan Jalapeno. Johnson's favorite Super Bowl was um, when Buffalo played 91 to 94. They played... Yeah, but they didn't win. She just wanted them to play. Uh, they played. They did play. Are we unwrapping gifts? No, I'm trying to find the <laughs> note that Darcy left me that had all of the questions in it. That somehow, some way on Friday, I decided I was going to clear out my entire stack of stuff. Yeah. Which it shouldn't have gotten thrown away. <laughs> Thank goodness nobody threw anything else away. No, <laughs> it takes out the, the trash. <laughs> It got mixed in with some stuff that shouldn't have got thrown out. Davy's friend makes deep fried Snickers bars. Though anything deep fried is great. Yeah. Anything deep fried is phenomenal. At a biology professor, and he would tell us about a new species, and then tell us how delicious it was fried. Mm-hmm. And so, one day, someone was like, "Is there anything that you won't eat fried?" Mm-hmm. He thinks about it, and he's like, 
You know, I don't think so. I would try to eat my shoe if it was fried. I, I Listen, you could deep fry everything in the South. I mean, people look at me like, how can you eat that? It's deep fried, right? Yeah, I can eat that. I can do that. Um, I do draw the line of deep fried possum, though. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. No. No. no I hear no, that. No, they probably are really bad in a whole bunch of things. All right. Would you rather peak early or late in your career? So for me and Troy, we just want to peak at some point in time in our career. We've yeah. not yet. So just at some point in time, Troy and I would like to peak somewhere. Well, I'm hoping that I'm going to peak late. <laughs> so I'll go with that one. Peak I'm still late. waiting on that peak. I'm still waiting. I know. I am because too. I'm- if I don't, then I've already had it and I peaked early and it was a really tiny freaking peak. <laughs> yeah. I, I just like, just, just a peak would be fine. Just a peak <laughs> anywhere would be okay. I'd be happy with that. Yes. Yep. 100%. I, I think that would be amazing and awesome. Um, <laughs> all right. And we're going to do... Would you ha- rather have to play on New Year's Day or Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. So you don't have to cook? I don't have to cook. I married a chef. I know. but So you'd rather... I'd rather play on New Year's Day. I, I don't rather, care about going out at night. I'd rather... I just want I know, family Thanksgiving. Um. Well, Thanksgiving's your favorite holiday, isn't it? It is one of yes, it is yeah. one of my favorite holidays. I, I don't like the food on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, so invite me over. I'm not going to eat your food. Um, that's just so I'd rather play on Thanksgiving. Play on Thanksgiving, okay? We got it. My family would be super excited to go to the game. Mm-hmm. So. All right, we're going to end this a little early because I feel <laughs> horrible for you and your Sorry, voice. Guys. I, I really do. I was so excited to talk to you today because we haven't done a show together in a while. Yeah. And I was like, man, Amanda's going to talk my ear off and this will be great. And then I come in, I'm like, hey, and here, <sighs> and I'm like, oh my goodness. He always walks in with a big loud hello. And I tried yeah. to answer him and nothing came there, out. There was and he's no like, answer. oh no. Yes. It, it was like, it actually sounded like this. Get out. That's <laughs> so what it sounded like. I was like, oh my God, what's going on? No. For sure, not that. No, it wasn't that bad. But anyway, get better. Go stop by Diane's. Get the two coats or four coats or whatever you need. You may need a couple of coats and a pair of pants, but get something. (laughs) Okay. Get something. The rest of you, uh, Davey and Amanda, will definitely be back tomorrow. I've got planning and zoning. I'm an if. Um, But Wednesday, we will be back. Thursday, we got trivia. The morning show will be on tomorrow morning. Um, I hear somebody's doing it from a remote location. Yeah. So. That'll work. Will my voice be back tomorrow? Will Amanda's voice be back? Tune in tomorrow for the second. I feel like to find out. I feel like it's the end of a Batman episode. Will Amanda's voice be back tomorrow? Yep. What will happen to the dynamic duo if it's not? I'll be really quiet for the interview. <laughs> well, you are the dynamic duo with Davey, so what will happen? I, I'll be quiet for the interview. <laughs> All right. Best of luck tomorrow. Davey, <laughs> looks like you're on your own, buddy. You can do this. Sorry. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.